Welcome back to another season of Self Love Lounge. I'm your host, Arena Antoine, and this is a place for empowered women to share their minds and hearts to the world. So grab your coffee, grab your blanket, get comfy, and let's get into it. Welcome back to Self Love Lounge. I'm here with Katrina, and I think the beauty of social media is like you can just connect with anybody at any time. And I'm so excited to getting into another episode with you guys. So, Katrina, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I love how I connected with you because it was through a TikTok video, actually. And then I ended up on your Instagram and then I messaged you. It's actually funny because I. I have the relationship with TikTok that like most people who are my age, like 25 have where they have it and they're addicted to it, but they're kind of like embarrassed to admit that they're on it. And like, I feel like I don't tell a lot of my friends that I use TikTok because it's, mm. <laughs> I don't know. So I, I did, haven't made that many TikToks, but I made that one and yeah. a few people saw it and whatever. And I, my boyfriend like didn't even know that I had made this TikTok and I was like, oh yeah, so like like I made a TikTok. It's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. That's but so hey, funny. It got us here. So it's Yeah. Great. Cause like it's so funny because I feel the exact same way actually. Like <laughs> I have TikTok and like nobody really knows that I do. And if I admit it, I'm like ashamed of it just because it's like such I know. A I'm like I'm like, I swear I'm not twerking on it. Like it's yeah. <laughs> whatever, you know, it's apparently really easy to get famous. So I might as well hop on it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So um, I'm from Vancouver. I moved here about three years ago. I grew up in Ontario on a farm in the middle of nowhere. And um, I had moved to Toronto for a little bit. And then I've kind of been all over. I was in Thailand for a year teaching English. And then I basically decided to move out west for school. And just because I didn't, I basically like wanted a reason to get out of Ontario and didn't want to live in Ontario anymore. And I had never been out west, but all the cool people that I had met when I was traveling were yeah. from uh, Vancouver and from out west. So I was like, okay, what the heck? Let's move out there and see <laughs> yeah. what it's like. And then, yeah, I haven't left yet. So might be home for the long term. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> That's so cool that you're able to like just pick up your bag and just go because I feel like when we're young, we're so scared of like the unknown of like just moving anywhere. Like I'm personally like terrified sometimes. First of all, I moved to Kelowna for a few, for a year actually, mm. but I was so terrified to go and be by myself. I think the biggest fear for our generation is to be alone because of social media where you're strolling through Instagram and you're constantly seeing people with like their best friend or like with a boyfriend. We're just so scared of just like being by yourself and just figuring out who you want to be. Mm-hmm. And just being like completely alone. I think for me, like it's a bit different for me because my biggest fear is like boredom and having Mm -hmm. a boring life. And so that's often what gets me to do these things like to move to Thailand or to move out West, not knowing anyone out here because I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to live like a boring life or I don't want to like get stuck in a rut like I see a lot of people doing. So that's what makes me do these things. But then that factor of like being 
being completely alone during it definitely comes in later and it is super hard and I've always been someone who has said that I'm like very okay with being alone and I'm like very Mm -hmm. fine on my own and I've like even as like a kid and I've just never minded doing things just by myself yeah but I think moving to Vancouver was a bit of the game changer because it was then like when I was in Thailand um you basically just became friends with anyone else who spoke English I was in this like tiny town and there was only about 30 people in the whole town who spoke English so those repeat the people that you became friends with right and it was actually not that hard in my case anyway maybe not for everyone before I moved out here a lot of people had told me like oh Vancouver is a very clicky city it's really hard to get to know people out there um yeah like it's gonna be really hard especially in the winter yeah and I was like yeah whatever I'm an extroverted person I like have never had a problem making friends before like I'll be fine then I came out here and it was September when I moved out here so it was like just the start of that rainy season where everyone just goes into hibernation for the next like seven (laughs) months yeah it was just actually really like truly lonely and I, I right. think that was the first time that I'd ever like well not the first time but it was the first like extended period of time where I felt like really lonely and like I really didn't have anyone which is like yeah. it sounds kind of pathetic but like yeah. it's the way it is and I was like I'm in like it's hard not to be hard on yourself because you're like, oh, why haven't I had like made friends and all of this yeah. stuff? But it definitely is a city that's just like difficult to meet people in. Yeah. And so you do just have to kind of learn how to deal with those feelings. Of- yeah. Vancouver is such a big city in comparison to, you know, like maybe Saskatoon or like Kelowna and all of these um, different places. But I think like even for me, I went to UBC um, and transitioning from Kelowna, you're into like a new school that's much bigger and you feel so alone because, you know, you're sitting next to someone in your SOCI 300 and the next time you don't see that person again. So you don't have that connection level that you're able to do. But I also feel like a lot of the people that we meet is a reflection of who or what we are at currently currently in the present moment of life and like I tried to practice gratitude as well because I think like a lot of the time it's so easy to focus on like everything you don't have and like you're Mm -hmm. focused on like you know social media of like your your friend Brittany just um totally random name but like is probably (laughs) like traveling to Thailand or like doing all of these amazing things but you need to also realize that like a picture doesn't describe a person's life completely and I think it's important to also take everything with a grain of salt and not put your sense of identity within I guess like just a moment like I think a lot of people think of their moments in their life as like this is like the happiest I've been and like over time you're like holding on to this moment when there's other things that you can focus on and I think I love that you're able to I guess like travel you're practicing a form of self-love Yeah, yeah, totally. And I think that's like, you hit on such a good point there about like really learning how to live in the moment. And I think especially when you're dealing with loneliness, you Mm -hmm. 
get so absorbed in the moment and you're kind of like, oh my God, like this is it. I'm never going to make friends. I'm like, I'm going to die alone. Like you just literally, you jump to (laughs) this like next extreme when you don't have like constant people really close to you. You like, you can't see past it and you can't see like another season that exists. But I think it's so important just to recognize like, okay, this is something that I'm going through. This is where I'm supposed to be right now. And like during those first few, few months in Vancouver when I didn't know many people. I had met like one or two friends, um, yeah. but they, they, I didn't hang out with them all the time. And so I just learned to do like a lot of things by myself. Like I would go to movies alone and I would even go to concerts alone. I still, oh, I'm, I still love that. I'm still a type of person. I, there are certain concerts that I prefer to go to alone because Interesting. I, yeah, because if there's, I really like, like if it's music that's very soulful and yeah. just, I like to just be in the moment and connected with the music and I like to go to them alone but that's just me I Um, love that I actually (laughs) went I'm just this was an accident to how I ended up at a concert alone but my sister bought tickets to Ed Sheeran and she bought my ticket afterwards and I had a floor but I was by myself but I ended up going by myself and it was actually the best time ever because you weren't worried about other people like staring at you or like you know you're just having the time of your life so I relate yeah exactly (laughs) and you're probably so connected to Ed Sheeran you're like it's me and you buddy yeah Yeah, exactly yeah that's amazing and so I think that's like what's so important is just learning to like truly not just do things by yourself because you don't have another option but like just to truly enjoy spending time alone and on the flip side of that I think it is also okay to admit to yourself that you like want people and you are you wish that you had people in your life because I think like we're definitely built for human connection and built to be surrounded by other people and even things like when you're when I was traveling alone in the times when I was like traveling completely alone if I would see something funny like you don't have anyone to laugh with you about it like you can kind of chuckle to yourself but laughter is such something that happens when you're connecting with other people around you and so I think that it's also yeah it's good to admit like I'm totally okay with being alone I'm enjoying this time but I'm also gonna actively seek out friendships or relationships or whatever because yeah that is like what we're supposed to but I think the problem with that is like people don't know like how do I make friends like how do I just put myself out there and just be like hey do you want to grab coffee like people I think it ties with like ego like people Mm -hmm. don't want to be the first person to text the guy or something you know like it's like these unwritten rules I don't know who came up with this but they suck and they need to be (laughs) rewritten yeah exactly I think that like when I moved out here I basically I learned a lot of things about like making friends I was definitely a few things that there's a few things that I learned and a few ways that I went about doing it. So one of the things that I did was I would DM people on Instagram, like other girls. I had, when I moved here, I had like no desire to get into a relationship at all. I just wanted close like girlfriends and a close crew of friends. Like I wanted Mm -hmm. my people. I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not here to like meet a boyfriend and become friends with all of his friends. And then I won't have 
my own friends. Like I wanted my own people. And so I, I like DM'd girls on Instagram, mainly like I was really, I'm really into hiking and the outdoors and all of that. And there's obviously tons of people here who are also into that. So I just find people on Instagram and message them and say, Hey, if you ever like want an adventure buddy, I'll like, I'm here. Like I'd love to join you. And sometimes I like, sometimes that doesn't come of anything, but other times I met like two amazing girls through that. And we'd also, we'd go hiking and we'd also like go on study dates or whatever. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then another way I met people was through Bumble BFF, uh, which is like (laughs) so whack. I never would have have, like thought to try using it. Um, But I'd had a friend who had moved to Seattle and she was like, yeah, you should try Bumble BFF. I met some great people through it. So I decided to do it. And like, I've never been scared for a date before but Mm -hmm. I was so nervous for this friend day I was like meeting another girl and we were gonna walk around Stanley Park together and I was like this could be so awkward like this could be the most awkward thing ever um and she ended up being like super nice and chatty and also had just moved to the city Mm -hmm. I would say that most people that are on Bumble BFF like have just moved to the city right and are just trying to meet people and they just don't have a way of meeting friends and so like that actually I only saw I only went on one of those dates, but I've heard of people like hanging out with others and, you know, you're not going to become friends with every person you meet and maybe you don't click and you're just like not into the same things, but it is like way of doing it. And Yeah. And I think like the other thing I would say is like super important is to hang out with people more than once. Like unless it's a bad experience, the first go, you really do have to like put in the time and invest the time to hang out more than once because it's just like a first date. Like the first time you hang out with someone or like maybe you're having a study day or you're just like getting coffee with them. You're just going to talk about, you know, the normal thing. Uh, Like, yeah, like what they're studying or Mm -hmm. what they do for work and all of that but like the friends that you've known for the past like 10 years of your life or your childhood friends you know like every boy they've ever kissed you know like their sense of humor like down to a t and it takes time to learn those things with new friends and like you really have to like be willing to invest the time and like be the friend that you want to have like if you want friends that are going to text you a lot and check in on you then you have to also be that friend to other people so I think that it's definitely uncomfortable like there's Mm -hmm. nothing like comfortable about it and especially I mean I'm extroverted and it's hard for me so I understand like (laughs) other people's personalities don't really lend to that as well but um yeah it's definitely like putting yourself out there is super hard but it's really rewarding and if you like can stick to it. This is so interesting to me because it sounds like you're dating, but you're actually really just looking for a friend. Like you're literally just, yeah, you know, dating for a friend. And I, <laughs> and I know. I, how weird is that? You're like, yeah. it's like sometimes you just, you have all these friends and you're like, I don't yeah. really even know how I winded up with you, but I have yeah. all these friends. But then when you move to a new city and you don't know anyone and you don't even know anyone to like mm-hmm. introduce you and make mutual friends of theirs, yeah. you're like, it's literally like dating and meeting friends. <laughs> friends and I mean most people like I think that it's easier than way easier than dating though because like most especially girls are typically like just cool and chill and like even if you don't become best friends you're gonna find things to talk about and whatever 
And I really like that you say like you need to meet that person more than once because I was in a sorority a year ago, actually, and I've never felt more alone than when Mm. I was surrounded by like a hundred other girls. Yeah. And I'm exactly like the same as you, very extroverted and just Mm -hmm. like out there, putting myself out there. But I found it so hard to do that because I felt so pressured Mm -hmm. to talk to every single one of the girls and get to know every single one and like go on a coffee date, but then never follow through because, you know, life happens. And- Mm -hmm. I think it's so difficult when you're in a pressured environment, when you're kind of forced to be with these people. And it kind of ties to like in high school when you're forced to be with these people for 13 years of your life and Mm -hmm. you're just trying to grow. But it's so hard to do that because you feel like there's so many like anxiety thoughts or like you are not your full potential right now because you're trying to find yourself and you're trying to figure out yourself and there's Mm -hmm. also the comparison culture which is so so toxic and I'd love to touch on that a little bit yeah yeah I think that that's huge like I've never um, been a part of the sorority culture but I've like heard that that's a common feeling of like you are with all these people who should be like potential friends for you but there is there like and that happens all the time like you're surrounded by people but you feel like very alone and it's easy to feel like people don't actually know you and they don't really understand you and maybe like you feel like they don't actually want to get to know you that much so it's yeah. definitely yeah it, it can be very hard and the comparison culture is huge like when I had first moved to Vancouver I mean I to my friends back home I was living this like super exciting life like I just came from Thailand and then I packed my bags and moved to Vancouver and obviously I'm only posting photos of like the cool adventurous things I do Mm -hmm. but to me I'm like oh my god I literally come home I go to university in the morning don't know anyone don't talk to anyone I come home from school I eat a piece of toast in my bed and I watch Netflix all night (laughs) and I'm like super lonely and like that it's so hard because because yeah. you're comparing your inside to someone else's yeah. outside constantly. And I think that that it's so it's so hard. But I so on your explore page, you know how it recommends like everything that it thinks you're interested in. Yes. And my head my explore page had just become like all like influencers and like fashion influencers and whatever who that's cool but that's not like what inspires me or makes me like feel motivated I basically am just looking at them and being like oh well now I need to go buy more clothes and like oh I should dye my hair blonder again and all this (laughs) crap and I'm like there's I know that there's content on Instagram that can like be beneficial and can make me feel better and so I like every single time like I would go to the three dots in the corner and mark not interested on like every single post basically like my whole explore feed just changed and now it's just like like actual things that I'm interested in like art and writing and every time that it recommends me something that makes me feel shitty I just mark that I'm not interested in it because yeah and same with unfollowing people who don't inspire you like you have such a like I I mean I can go off on this but Mm -hmm. we have such a short life and we have such like a short amount of time to make it what we want it to be and 
like just comparing ourselves is such a waste of that precious time and wishing we were doing something else. And when you really could be like working towards your best possible life or just really appreciating and being grateful for the things that are around you. And obviously it's easier said than done. Yeah, definitely. Like I think like we all get stuck into this comparison culture because of social media. Well, a part of social media, definitely not all of it because there is some good stuff on social media. But I think, you know, you're constantly being exposed to like all of these pictures of influencer who have like the best life ever. But I think one of the examples that I actually just landed upon a picture of somebody that I knew who posted like months ago, um, a picture of herself and she said, I'll get through this. And I remember just liking it a couple months ago. And just like a few weeks ago, she kind of posted a video and telling people that she actually, that was her cry for help. And she committed Mm. suicide that night. (gasps) God. Yeah. And it was like a huge, like, you kind of have to think about it like you don't know people's life through a single picture or through the amount of followers they have. And like, I just think like that gave me like this epiphany of like, don't judge a book by its cover. And just like, really that, like that quote was like screaming at me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. And you just like really have no idea yeah. what anyone is going through. And, and I think that like, just with females, especially like mm-hmm. it's more than ever, like I'm I'm not going to say that the comparison culture comparison culture doesn't exist for men but yeah. it definitely doesn't exist to the same degree that it does for women. Yeah. And like here I go ranting about the patriarchy but they mm-hmm. I mean we're set up to compete with each other and we're yeah. set up to think that there's like only one like there's only room for one at the top and um like it's me against you and that's yeah. not the way that it is and if we yeah. can just like look at the pictures of other girls doing well and just be so happy for them and so excited and like I'm so bad for that I can like I like to think of myself as a very like female positive person and then I can I find myself like you know shit talking or like judging other girls just because like maybe I feel a bit threatened by them and it's like that's the worst (laughs) like that's the worst type of person to (laughs) be I don't want to be that type of person yeah yeah I totally relate because honestly like society is literally written to benefit a man like even like the smallest thing as like sex like it's literally rooted like aiming to benefit a man like yeah I just took this feminist course and like I could just go off on this topic oh man (laughs) (laughs) and it's like not about like shit talking about men because I know a lot of like awesome guys in my life that are super Mm -hmm. supportive of other women but there are certain guys that say the dumbest shit without even knowing (laughs) like anything about like feminism you know feminism isn't about um men sucks like it's about like we want equality for like everybody Mm -hmm. you know like yeah absolutely and I think that like I'm always so torn between like not wanting to have between this anger towards men but then also like this need that they need to learn and relearn their habits and I'm like I actually have a lot of hope for like the future generation like I think that they're I know people like to like think badly of the generation that follows them but I'm actually if TikTok's made me do anything it's made me really excited for Gen Z and like for this generation that is coming up because personally so I'm 25 now and when I was in when I was in high school, mm-hmm. I like didn't even know what feminism was. And if I did, if I like 
knew what it was, it was like a bad thing. It was like, it was like, you know, those women who are too radical and whatever. And like, no one spoke of it in a positive way. And now I'm like, oh my God, there's this generation coming up who is recognizing the rights of minorities and of women. And yeah, it's super exciting. But (laughs) I think like even tying it to loneliness, like I Mm -hmm. think like society scripts like this loneliness as like the worst possible outcome like Mm -hmm. if you're alone you didn't make it like you didn't you weren't able to like get married or build a sense of like a community or things like that but I think being alone especially for a girl like I still get scared like walking out in the middle of the night you know like I'm Mm -hmm. scared like I have one earphone into my ear and the other out like I still get scared um going on the bus because I've had so many so many horrible experiences Mm. within that and it like restricts you from like so comfortable being being alone when you don't even feel safe in your own like space because there's a potential um, mm-hmm. of like being in danger. Yeah, yeah. And the danger and also just I think in terms of being alone, in terms of singleness, like for women, being single is way worse than it is for men. And I think like for everything that we've been taught through the movies we've watched growing up and everything, it's like the ultimate goal that a woman can um, come to is to get married or to just be loved by a man. Like it's like, oh, she, the man loves her now. End of, end of script. Like that's it. There she goes. She's like, good. She's set now. And it's like, there's no, I think it's changing now, but there is like this sense of the highest, the highest thing that a woman can come to is just to be loved by a man or to be loved by someone else. And it's like her being single on her own is not enough. Or if she is, she's kind of like jaded and cold and like, you know, like resentful. She can't be a loving, powerful, single woman. Yeah. I learned this in school, but like, Mm -hmm. um, it was like shown through like research that like a man will want like a younger woman because she can like provide like kids and like also she's not too committed to the relationship because she's so young Mm. and like a woman will want someone who's older who can provide for her or whatnot but that like narrative is so like there's so much more than just that like if a woman is dating an older man it's like oh well she's like you know, wants him for money only. And if a guy is dating somebody younger, it's like, oh, like, man, you like got it. (laughs) You know, like, it's like these like negative like stigmas and stereotypes that I guess it's like called like the double standard or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's totally right. And I think, yeah, just like, I mean, I was single for quite a while. Like I was someone who I didn't really hop into relationships very quickly. And it kind of went along with my like being very happy alone. But Mm -hmm. Those years, like those years of singleness were best years of my life, like some of the best years of my life. And also the ones that I would say I can was most lonely in. And I think that those two things can exist together and we have to accept that they can exist together. And like, just because you have those nights when you're feeling sad and lonely, that doesn't negate how powerful and strong you are and competent. Like, I think that you can still be, still be like strong, a strong single woman and Mm -hmm. also be lonely. I think I'm a person that likes to be alone, but then you look at other people and they have like so many friends Mm -hmm. and you're like, okay, well maybe that would be nice if I had that. Or, you know, there's situations in your life where you lose trust in people and Mm -hmm. that affects you over time. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to realize like, 
It's great to be alone, but don't self-sabotage you by pushing people away. Yeah, I think that I've definitely like felt broken trust in both like friendships and relationships. And that is a really hard thing to overcome in both cases. Um, I don't know, but for you, like, was it for you, was it re- more relationship or more friendships that um definitely trust yeah definitely friendships I think friendships Mm -hmm. for me it's like like the hardest thing to do like just to just trust somebody because Mm. I've been hurt in the past I think now if a friendship ends like I'm so much more prepared to letting go by just Mm -hmm. remembering the good times and just accepting it for what it is but I think it's also a curse because you're so quick to be like, okay, well, I'm over it, like really quickly. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to just like turn it off opposed to like a few years ago where I would just cry and like be all depressed and like, you know, so I think it's about, I don't know what it's about actually. (laughs) Like if I'm being really honest. Yeah, that's totally fair. And I think that like when it comes to broken trust and friendships, it kind of has this really specific bitterness to it because it's like a friendship is something that is supposed to be so strong and it's not like a relationship where it's like, oh, maybe it just doesn't work out and you guys don't click and you're not meant to be together. A friendship is something like that both parties are supposed to be like, working on and enjoy and when there's trust broken in that like it's very very hurtful and bitter and I think that yeah like I like now I can genuinely say that I only have people in my life who I have the most like healthy friendships with ever and I think there was definitely a time in my life where I had a wider spread of friends and but it's like that saying like a mile wide and an inch deep like you're mm-hmm. you're like spread so thinly across so many people yeah. and you're the certain friends that I had you know you're just with them because maybe not for like the right reasons or they just you come away from your friendships with them and you're like wow I like I don't really feel the greatest about myself or like mm-hmm. they made me feel kind of crappy and I think that losing those friendships can be really hard, but like building, trusting that there are people out there who will not only just be amazing people, but they'll make you a better version of yourself. And like when I hang out with my friends now, my best friends, I just like come away feeling like the best possible version of myself. Mm -hmm. And they hopefully feel like they're even more themselves than before. And I think that that's like, I definitely had went through those times where I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'll ever like really have those friends that I feel that way about. And now like, yeah, you just, you put in the time and you focused on the people who you truly cared about and not the ones who like made you feel worse about yourself. But Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so like, it warms my heart to hear that because I think like, for the longest time, it's so hard to, when you get your heart broken, and I think like a friendship heartbreak, like another woman hurting you hurts mm-hmm. way more than another man. And I'm just going to yeah. say that like, right. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> um, but I think like, it takes a while to finally give a chance to somebody, but you can't always be like, I'm going to shut my heart to everybody because of the situations that I've been through. And just like, giving people a chance because you'll never know unless you try. Mm -hmm. And I think like as easy as it is to say this, it is so, so, so important to 
open your heart to the world. And even if you get like rejected, it is Mm -hmm. literally just a redirection to like a better person that was meant to be in your life. Yeah. And I think like one of the best pieces of advice that I ever got, this was actually more concerning like a relationship. It Mm -hmm. was basically I had like really liked this guy and ended up not working out. And I was just so like kind of too like I was so heartbroken about it and way more than I felt like I should have been because I was like, this didn't even last that long. Like, why do I feel so down about it? But I just couldn't really let go of it. And I was telling this woman that I knew just about it. And I was like, oh, but it would have been so great, you know? Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, but that's life. And she's like, that's life. Like, that's the human experience. Like, you'll like love someone and they won't love you back. And another time someone will love you and you won't love them back. Mm -hmm. Or like in your case, like maybe... There's a friendship that you thought was like more than it was and, you know, it showed its face and it Mm -hmm. like broke your heart. And like that is just part of the human experience, which is life. And people have been having that for the hundreds of years and they'll Mm -hmm. continue having it for the next hundreds of years. And like every human on this earth has experienced that. And so as bitter as that like truth is, it's like, oh yeah, like it's just life. Like that's just how it is. And that's what happens. And now I'm just going to roll on to the next experience and the next person. And I'm not going to shut myself off to them because maybe they actually will. It might be this like amazing, beautiful, thing whether it's a relationship or a friendship yeah and with that like also just like keeping in mind that like you were able to get through this and that's how strong you are of a person to get over Mm -hmm. something or not even get over to heal from something that hurt you so deeply and like Mm -hmm. that's also something that comes with gratitude practicing gratitude when you're like waking up in the morning Um, Mm -hmm. when you're feeling lonely just remember that you do have a family you may have like at least one friend like at least one friend and even if you don't have a friend there's always going to be that one person that you just didn't realize was there for you and Mm -hmm. you just kind of like brush it away because you're so focused on like whatever in life that you don't have currently yeah yeah exactly like you always have something to hang on to and or yeah and it may not be like even if you don't have family like a friend or if you don't have friends like the community of something that you're interested in like Mm -hmm. whether it's even online like there's always something that you have to hold on to and it's learning to be grateful and learning to recognize those things yeah And you kind of told me that you were now in a relationship where you actually was single for so long until you got into a relationship. What was the benefit of that for you? I learned so much about myself and I know that's like such a classic thing to say, but I think that it's really easy. Like being in a relationship is obviously hard, but in Mm -hmm. other ways, it's like very easy and it's easy almost to love yourself when you're in a relationship because if anything happens you like have that one person to text and be like Mm -hmm. oh my god this happened and then they hype you up and they make you feel better about yourself and you can go on with your day and when you're like truly single you don't have that person to text and you don't have that person to turn to at any given moment Mm -hmm. and like you have your friends but there it's still not the same level as like when you're in a relationship with someone And so you really just learn to become your own rock and to like, yeah, become 
just be able to deal with anything on your own. And for the majority of the time that I was single, like all of my friends were in relationships. And like, Ooh, that's always when I hardest. say all, like every single one of them. And yeah. so they, they're like really great because like they still love to hang out, you know, as a group and stuff. But it is still different when you're the only person you're like, okay, everyone's going home to each other's like places yeah. at the end of the night. And I'm like, okay, peace. I'm going to go home alone. Mm-hmm. And like being, learning to be okay with that and to accept that and also also not take like you know like there are there were definitely times during that period where I would have like things going with guys that wouldn't work out for one reason or another and sometimes like I would know that they weren't right and I didn't really want to be in them but there was Mm -hmm. like a little bit of this fear like oh like if this doesn't work out then like will I find another one and you know like there's always that but you just have to trust yourself that like nope like the right thing will come along eventually and I Mm -hmm. would rather be alone than give like my precious time and energy to someone who like I'm kind of indifferent about yeah and I've like like even if they're like a great person like I feel Mm -hmm. like girls were so quick to be like well they're a great guy like they're nice like mm-hmm. well first of all like how low is our bar like yeah, <laughs> but yeah. it's just like well, yeah that's great that they're nice and maybe they really like you but if mm-hmm. you aren't like aren't feeling them to the max you know yeah. then get out of it because yeah. you have like such a short amount of time you could be doing things that you love instead of hanging out with them you could be meeting new people you could be you know I think that it is it's definitely hard to accept like okay if I end this like I'm gonna be alone again but I just got to the point where I was like I don't have time to feel indifferent about people Mm -hmm. I don't have time for people to feel indifferent about me and it was the best period and I look back on it and I'm like I do remember like the nights where I would like cry myself to sleep you Mm -hmm. know as everyone has those nights and I remember the times where I was like oh my gosh I'm never gonna meet anyone Mm -hmm. I'm never gonna find someone who like truly appreciates all the aspects of who I am then you do and you're like oh okay that's great and this is like this is now what I was waiting for and I now truly feel like I don't know if I could have said this a couple years ago Mm -hmm. but I genuinely feel like if the relationship that I'm in now doesn't work out which would obviously be heartbreaking but if it doesn't work out I would be totally fine Mm -hmm. like in the long run like I would be fine I'm not dependent on this person and I don't you know like I love them and I love being with them but I would be fine if it wouldn't work out and I could trust that something else would come along eventually and like that's the best place to be in because then you know that you're not settling and you know that you're not just in it like for the heck of it but yeah so I yeah I I understand that it's different for different people and some Mm -hmm. people like they meet their person right away and in that case I'm like that's great as long as you are still learning about yourself and through the relationship then that's amazing like you don't have to be single to learn about yourself but I think Mm -hmm. just for me it definitely like expedited the process and like expedited my growth yeah because I think in a lot of relationships 
the biggest thing is like codependency issues. If you have like codependency issues and it could be literally just because you've spent so much time with this person Mm -hmm. and you can't like your identity kind of forms within the relationship and then you're kind of left with like, who am I? You know, like you weren't able to figure yourself out. So I think like when you're saying like you were single, you were able to obviously cry and like feel lonely, but at the same time you were also learning about yourself and more and more about yourself. Like the more you work on yourself, the more you attract things into your life and the more that it will show as well like I've seen someone like that was completely like depressed and had anxiety and you could just tell there was like a cloud over her shoulders Mm -hmm. and like a few years later she was just like glowing and she started a podcast and like Mm -hmm. now I'm kind of doing this podcast and it's like this amazing thing but it was always like I had a cloud over my shoulders where I had to literally work on myself go to therapy cry myself to sleep and like Mm -hmm. do all these things in order to get to a place where you're like you know what like fuck the comparison culture you know like just kind of screw everything that was negative and just focus on like what do I want and like that's the most important thing yeah and I think like when the last relationship that I was in before this one like years and years ago it was super unhealthy it was just like a very unhealthy relationship and looking Mm -hmm. back I'm like I just got into it because I was bored and I'd been single for a while and he liked me so I got into it but it was like such an unhealthy relationship and I wasn't the person that I wanted to be in a relationship and so like when I after I'd gotten out of it and when I was single I kind of had this mindset like I'm gonna just make spend this time making myself into the person that I would want to date like I Mm -hmm. so I was like okay I want to be like the type of girl that works out you know like I want to be fit I want to be in shape and you like that's the type of person I want to be and so I started getting into that or I want to be the type of girl that like reads before bed at night and always has a book on the go Mm -hmm. and so like that's something that I started like putting into practice and I think that you if you just have it in this mindset of like I'm just gonna I can make myself into whatever I want myself to be I can turn myself into whatever I want you're like I am my own clay and I can literally become anything and then you're like oh my god the world is my oyster like what (laughs) else what else do I want to be good at what else do I what type of person do I want to be oh I want to be the girl who like always texts her friends to see how they're doing and Mm -hmm. to check in with them like yeah so I think that just being single too like during that time you have more of an opportunity because when you're in a relationship you do have a responsibility to like care about the other person and Mm -hmm. look after them and make sure like see how your actions are affecting them and when you're single you're like you don't have anyone else really to care about other than yourself and like maybe your friends and family but you just have like so much more time and then and if you view it that way it's super exciting yeah exactly like I couldn't agree more with that especially like I don't know I feel like society sometimes get so loud and it's so hard to hear Mm. your own thoughts and like I feel like that sometimes especially in September when there's like so much going on in the world currently actually and it's like Mm. you just need to like check out of like whatever is triggering that like feeling of loneliness or sadness or if you're being the toxic person like be aware of that and just completely change your perception of viewing things 
Mm-hmm. That just made me think of um, Mary Oliver is like one of my favorite poets and she's just like this gentle soul. And I was literally reading mm-hmm. one of her poems last night and she was yeah. just talking about like the beauty. It's The poem is called The Messenger and it basically just talks about like the beauty of the world and like the nature and all of this stuff. And she yeah. has a line in there that says like, and my work, which is mostly standing still and being astonished. And like, mm-hmm. I'm like, just saying, I'm like, how often do we just like stand still? and be astonished by life and everything that's happening and in the world like we we're just so sucked into this like fast pace and like if we just slow down for a minute there's so everything is so beautiful checking out of there and just like being self-aware of like your surrounding and or like going for a walk in the forest or something like that Mm -hmm. to just like get you grounded everybody has the power to make change. So like if you feel like you want to like speak up against something, you should definitely do it like we are doing on this podcast today and things like loneliness and sadness and comparison culture and like singleness, which is like Mm -hmm. something that people are so afraid to talk about for some reason. Yeah, I feel like I, I mean, I can be a bit of like an open book and like talk too much about these things, but I genuinely feel like I'm like, I wish people would just admit it more how Mm -hmm. there, you don't have to be happy all the time. Like you do, sometimes you're sad and sometimes you're lonely and that doesn't mean you're not strong and it doesn't mean that you're, you know, like it's just a natural part of life and it's totally okay to talk talk about. So yeah, I'm very glad that we're doing this. Yeah. Um, so if you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice, what would it be? That is a good question. <laughs> I One of the things I would say, just because it, it, one very practical thing I would say is to yeah. wear sunscreen because I'm literally just getting into skincare now. And I'm like, yes. man, for the past 25 years of my life, I have not been wearing sunscreen and it is not good. So yeah. wear sunscreen. But also I think <laughs> the other thing would be like not to put, I wish I could have told myself not to put so much pressure on myself to mm-hmm. figure it all out and to find my path and my direction like right, right. away. Because I I think, yeah, just when you're younger, I mean, people want to know what you want to be. And yeah. even in university too, it's like we're all on a path and working towards a certain goal. But if mm-hmm. you veer off of that, or if like your life looks more like a squiggle than a straight line, yeah. then that's okay because Walt Whitman, another poet, he has a line that says like, I am large, I contain multitudes. And like you're like, everyone contains multitudes. They're capable of doing so many different things. Yeah. They're capable of living all these different lives and being all these different people. So like, don't, I would say like, don't put yourself in a box so much or in what you're supposed to be doing or yeah. what your life is supposed to look like. And because since high school, I've done so many different things. And yeah. some of the things I'm like super happy I did, like teaching English in Thailand. That was like one of the most amazing things that I've had the privilege of doing. But some other things like I randomly went to a Christian university for a year. And I look back on that and I'm like, I kind of wish I could have had my money back from that. And that was <laughs> like not really what I wish I would have done with that yeah. year of my life. But it, it definitely taught me certain things. And and yeah. it has like led me on the path of where I'm going to be today. And every like single stop that you make, 
Mm -hmm. shaping you into who you are. So I think it's okay to just, you know, veer off the path sometimes and understand that like you're not lost. Like I've I've (laughs) felt lost so many times if I wasn't like moving towards a certain goal. It's like, well, what am I doing? And it's like, you're just becoming like you're just growing and Mm -hmm. you're like developing into a full like human. Like, and I, so I think that it's okay just to, you know, to figure things out. Yeah, because I I definitely relate. Like just in high school, people are like, what do you want to be? And it's Mm -hmm. like you're trying – like once you say one thing, it's like it's part of your identity. And if you don't make it, you're like a failure. But – like in reality, it's like I wanted to be a lawyer for the longest time and then I mm. got into sociology and learned about the legal system and totally mm. realized that it was not for me. And mm. I think like it just shifts completely and obviously you feel so lost because that was part of your identity. Like being a lawyer was part of your identity and people are like going to be talking about it. Your parents are going to be like, wait, what? You're like changing completely after like 21 years I've been saying this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like it's okay that you're plans are going to change. It's okay if you break up from your longtime boyfriend. Mm -hmm. It's okay if you lose like all of your friends that you've known since forever. It's okay to feel super lost because once you're lost, you're going to find a new path that's going to change your complete self and just like the way your life is going to look like. And you're going to look back at 25 like you are or like at 21 as I am. And we're going to be like, I made the best decision to do whatever it was. Yeah, totally. And yeah, like the only wasted life, like the only wasted time is time that you spend passively and the time Mm -hmm. that you're just drifting by and doing whatever you're supposed to be doing and not really being engaged in the world or being engaged in what you're doing. And like, I think, yeah, there are times, you know, where you just have to keep your head down and work hard and that sort of thing. But letting life pass you by is like the only bad thing, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) Um, But um, we're kind of wrapping up now. But if for anyone listening, how and where can we find you on social media? And do you have any current projects that you're currently working on? Yeah, so follow me on Instagram if you (laughs) want. My um, handle is at Katrina with an extra A at the end dot Martin. And um, I also run in handmade earring business called Honey Baby Studio. So you can find it on Instagram as well at Honey Baby Studio. And if you want to buy gifts for your loved ones, that's a great way to do it. (laughs) And support a small business. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story, journey, and opinions because I feel so empowered now that I like had this conversation with you because you're just incredible, by the way. Oh, that's so nice. I was a little bit nervous for this, but I was like, I guess I'll just blab and hope for the best. And thank you so much for having me. It's been a great time. I really enjoyed it.